Welcome to the Career Pivot Podcast. I'm Beck Sands and I help people pivot into careers or businesses that they love. This podcast is an interview series with people that have successfully pivoted their careers so that you can feel inspired to do the same. I believe that everyone deserves to do work that they love and to feel fulfilled, driven, and know that they are making a positive impact on the world. Now, let's get into the episode. Today, I'm interviewing Katie Lodge, who pivoted from the world of property marketing and business development into two businesses, one as a business development consultant at the Creative Lodge and another Flojo, where she coaches people to discover their purpose through the process of journaling. After almost 20 years, Katie made the bold decision in 2019 to step into solopreneurship after experiencing burnout and realising that she needed to rediscover what she was truly passionate about. Now, let's get into the interview. Hi, Katie. Thank you so much for being here. I'm really excited to have you on the podcast. Me too, Beck. Thank you. It's um, yeah, a real honor to, to have been invited and looking forward to getting into a good chat with you. Yeah, me too. So, Katie, tell us a little bit about where you were at in your career before you pivoted um, and what was the catalyst that made you want to pivot? Yeah, so I guess I've actually had a couple of career pivots um, in the last few years. One, I basically started out as um, a graduate in architecture, so I studied architecture and that's how I came to be in Australia. And, And I came sort of during the GFC, which meant that there was a bit of a downturn in work. And so my pivot at that point was really to go from practicing architecture into a business development role to help the, the company that I was working for at the time actually find some new business and some new projects. So that, that I, I kind of class that as my first career pivot. It wasn't an intentional one, but um, a necessary one for the times. And then more recently, I have been working, well, I was working in my dream job, which was really combining business development with design and property, which were all the things that my, I guess, my career journey had sort of been leading me to up until that point and was doing really well in the business, uh, got a great promotion just shortly after joining. So I was heading up the business development and marketing team for a a pretty sizable creative agency um, in Sydney. And then I, I think the catalyst for me wanting to sort of change and pivot was was actually experiencing what I now know to be burnout. And um, I was in a position where I just wasn't feeling completely fulfilled. I was juggling lots of you know responsibility both at home, being a mum and also in quite a, a senior Um, position and so yeah that really sort of led to to me experiencing burnout and and having to completely reevaluate everything that was happening in my life both at home and from a career perspective and I think that was that was essentially the catalyst that made me kind of seriously think about what I wanted to do and whether the role that I was in at that time was what I wanted to continue to pursue and as it as it all sort of unfolded, it turned out that 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 wasn't that wasn't what I wanted. So um, yeah, so it's been quite a journey. That sort of all happened in the last eighteen months. So that's my second biggest career pivot. Wow, yeah, that's really uh, interesting. And so, how did you like? Obviously, you must have felt having that 
burnout kind of phase like you must have felt really confused and and just sort of like okay what am I going to do next like what what sort of steps did you take or what um what you know like did you sort of just leave and then thought I'll figure it out afterwards or did you create a plan before you actually left um no I didn't I didn't create a plan but the the first step I suppose that I really took was um acknowledging that there was a there was a problem and that that I was in a role that I didn't really want to be doing anymore. And and that was sort of starting to have a bit of an effect on my, on my home life and my relationship with my daughter. And so the first step for me was actually kind of finding somebody to talk to about it. And, you know, I've got the most amazing partner. He's very mindful and he's very grounded. And he, he was the one that actually said to my, I really do think you need to talk to somebody about this because you need to get some clarity and you need to, work out what it is that you really want to do with your life because at that point I was so kind of in this downward spiral of feeling negative and like I just didn't know what I was doing that I kind of couldn't see um you know couldn't see where the next step was going to take me so so that that step for me which was really transformational was was actually embarking on a journey with a life coach so I've I found a life coach um never never kind of been to a counsellor or had any of those kind of conversations with anyone before. So it was quite a new experience um, for me. And it was just amazing, you know, like I invested um, in 10 sessions with this coach and part of that process was to sort of explore what it was that I loved doing, what kind of lit me up on a regular basis. And and I had, had a number of sessions where things kind of steered away from conversations around work and it was more, you know, things that had happened before um, as I was growing up and, um, you know, relationships and lots of different things. So I went into this, um, I went into this life coaching journey with the intent of just please help me sort out my career and tell me what I need to do about my job. And it just unfolded into, you know, a much deeper experience where I, sort of looked at lots of different aspects of my life um so yeah that that step was really quite critical for me to reevaluate just lots of different aspects of my life and where I was spending my time and energy um and and just to get some clarity on what it was that I wanted to do even even during that process I I didn't I didn't gain complete clarity of what what it was that I wanted to do but I knew that I couldn't stay in the position and the job that I was any longer and so that that actually led me to it led to me basically resigning from that role and um no I didn't have a plan I didn't know what I was going to do I hadn't been for a job interview I hadn't even looked for any jobs um I just knew that I had to take myself out of that environment to to take a little bit of time to explore what it was that you know was driving driving this sort of yearning to do something else and um I love it so that yeah yeah it was it was quite an experience actually it's yeah yeah and and sometimes no you know having no plan is the plan to start with right like it's it's just getting that space so you can step back and reevaluate and like you said talk to someone coaching is amazing um and I yeah I completely agree with that I um launched my business with 
with my business coach as well. And I think having, having that kind of, yeah, someone to talk to and bounce off and just being able to see what's possible again for yourself outside of that corporate space and outside of the, the job that you've sort of started to, um, that's sort of started to mold into who you are because often we become so intertwined with our jobs every day and what we're doing that it's hard to see who we are as people again. And we need to step back and look at, okay, what is it that I like doing every day? And, you know, who do I want to be and who do I, who do I want to help and what do I actually want to do with my life? And, you know, what, where do I want to work and who, and what hours do I want to work as well? Um, and I think all of those, yeah. And all of those, those questions are really important. And sometimes when we've been doing something for so long, we can't really see that there's another way. Yeah, and I think um, you raise an interesting point about, you know, the sort of identity of, of work as well. And, and for me, I was, I've always been very, very career driven and focused on my work and, you know, climbing that corporate ladder. And, and when I became a mum, that was actually something that I, I, I struggled with because I had this, I, I had so much of my own identity wrapped up in my job and my career and receiving you know, lots of recognition for the, for the work that I was producing. And then I became a mum and I was, I almost had this sort of dual identity. And and I really battled with that for a very long time, you know, being a mum didn't come particularly natural to me in the beginning. And I felt much more comfortable in a, in a sort of work setting. And so I poured a lot of my energy and time into, into my job. Um, and I think this sort of reflection, you know, a, few, a year and a half ago really made me stop and think about, well, I'm pouring all this time into my job and that, that's, that's a focus. And I needed to completely reevaluate my family life as well because I could see, you know, the relationship with my daughter was, um, you know, it was a little bit tricky for a time there. She's nine now when we went through a, we went through a time where it was just quite challenging because I wasn't around very much because I was working long hours and... I was working weekends because I was in a very kind of high pressure deadline driven um, environment. And so, yeah, so it's, it's been interesting to sort of reevaluate that and, and look at my identity as a, as a person and a mum, as opposed to a great employee, you know, building somebody else's business. So that, that's been an interesting sort of transition over the last couple of years. So when you actually stepped out, um, out of the corporate world and you, you know, and you were sort of reevaluating, then how did you get clarity on how you wanted to start your business? Or I should actually rewind and just say, could, could you tell us about your business now or your business? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so I actually have two businesses now. So I, I went from, you know, 18 months ago, deciding that I was probably going to leave my job to then leaving about a year ago. And it's just sort of evolved into to two two quite distinctively different businesses. So the first business that I really kind of started as soon as I left the, my previous agency was the Creative Lodge. Um, and in that business, I, I, I still work predominantly in the property sector um, and property and real estate. And I, I help businesses really sort of overcome some of their challenges around winning new projects. So I look at their business development strategy, I help them with the way that they're pitching for new projects. Um, I do a little bit of design as part of that process as well, a little bit of writing and design. Um, and, and that's been really wonderful because setting up that business was quite, um, 
what, what would I say? It was quite organic. I hadn't planned it, but I have a really strong network in the industry. And it was quite natural to sort of stick stick with a, something that I knew. Like I had lots of contacts. Um, I was doing a, you know, similar types of work, but on a, a smaller scale. So that felt very sort of natural to, to move into when I left the agency. And then separately to that, I created a business called Flojo. And this really started out just as a blog. And it was, it was somewhere for me to um, sort of share some of the things and experiences that I'd had during my, my burnout episode. Um, there were lots of amazing tools and techniques that I picked up from both my life coach and just in, in sort of my own personal development and an exploration of, you know, reading and podcasts and, and self-discovery, you might say. And, and that's now evolved into a business where I'm actually going to be coaching people that have been in similar situations. So I'm going through, um, I'm going through a process at the moment where I'm studying psychology and I'm also studying NLP, neuro-linguistic programming, as part of a coaching academy program. And so whilst, whilst that's sort of quite in its early stages, I'm, I'm in tandem to that running journaling workshops as part of my Flojo business. So it's, it's two very sort of different, um, two different businesses, but there's lots of synergy and lots of crossover because of course, when you're looking at business development, there's lots of psychology that comes into play and understanding how different people, you know, interpret information and, and, and sort of focus on mindset. Um, with regards to that as well so it's a really interesting journey you know at the moment they're sort of they're running in parallel but I can see that very soon there will be a convergence of of the two businesses which I'm really excited about exploring I love that that's it's very similar Um, it's very similar to what I did actually because it made sense when I left when I stepped out of my corporate uh, role so I was in property as well property marketing um, and PR and I and I worked in PR for and corporate comms for 12 years and then and I'd done like coaching already so I already had my qualifications I had my business set up uh, but it wasn't really at the point yet where I felt I could step full-time into that coaching business and so what I did was start uh, the PR consulting uh, on the side as, as a freelance. So in the industry that I had worked in uh, and then parallel industries like technology and sustainability. So I, yeah, yeah, so I, and I still do a little bit of consulting as well. So I do, I have both the businesses and I think that's really important for people to to kind of, uh, to know is that, you know, you don't have to step out and do one thing. There's so many different things you can do and you can do a combination. And now more than ever, it's really about building the business that you want that, that provides what it is that you, you know, the lifestyle that you're looking for in terms of how many hours you can work and, and what, you know, what other responsibilities you've got, whether you've got children and things like that. So it's really just, you know, it's, it's getting clarity, like what you, you worked on with your coach. And that's what I work on with my clients as well is, is getting clarity on what you want to do and what you're interested in and what that ideal sort of work life setup looks like for you. Yeah. And I think, I think that's the beauty of um, having the ability to, to sort of run them both at the same time, because you know, the Creative Lodge is, is very much a, in an industry that I know, you know, I, I'm very fortunate in that I get a lot of work just is as referrals. Um, whereas Flojo is for me a completely new 
sort of industry, whilst there's lots of learnings that I can take from what I've done previously, you know, it's it's embarking in, in quite a new world, um, but one that I'm very genuinely passionate and excited about. And I think, you know, I think the dream the dream is to maybe combine them in some capacity in the future. But yeah, like you say, they're, they're certainly at the moment I can see that Flojo has the ability and and the capacity to sort of overtake the creative lodge at some point in the near future, which will give me that, you know, it will give me the flexibility and it will really fulfill the passion that, that I have and the desire that I have to, to do something bigger than me and to, to be of service to people. And that's what I've been yearning for for the last few years. When, and I haven't quite found that in some of the previous roles that I've been doing. Um, you know, whilst I work with great clients and I work on incredible projects, I, I, I feel like I need to feel that direct impact on that I'm having on somebody else, um, either their life or their business. You know, I really want to give back. I've been very fortunate in my career to have had amazing mentors and, and champions, uh, you know, behind me. And I, I want to be that person to, to others now. So it's, it's kind of, I feel like it's my time to give back which I'm so, really excited about. So good. So good. And I think you can use that experience and combine it. And I don't think that any experience is ever wasted. Uh, and that's, that's one thing that does come up, um, you know, with a lot of people, I think that have built careers in, in corporate or that, you know, they've done degrees and then, and then worked in a certain field for many, many years and worked their way up. And then they kind of feel like if I leave it, all of that effort is wasted it's definitely, you know, you learn so many skills. You learn, you learn how to communicate with different types of people. You know, you might learn, you might be in one role where you learn the kind of ins and outs of the finance side of the business. You might learn how to communicate with suppliers, you know, and it's all of that experience that is leading you, you know, on this journey. It's not, it's not about the end goal. It's, it's about connecting all of these dots, you know, as you move forward towards, closer towards the thing that, you know, you're, 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 you're put on this planet to do. Yes. Love it. Love it. Um, so Katie, what, what are some of the biggest challenges uh, that you faced in your business and starting out? Um, the biggest challenges I, hmm, it was probably more getting to grips with what was required, you know, from a financial perspective, um, setting up an ABN and, bank accounts and accounting systems and invoicing and, and they're, they're sort of things that I've never had to do before because I haven't run my own business um, to, up until that point. So, um, but I, I really just looked at it from a, a very positive standpoint and I took it all in my stride and, you know, whilst I hadn't done it before, that didn't put me off and I, I just made a very conscious effort to talk to people that had done it before and learn from their lessons and their mistakes and yeah just I just sort of took it step by step up the step I mean there's there's so many amazing resources now with um people sharing you know there's there's this real sort of culture of startup and side hustle and there's so many great resources for people to refer to when they're when they're starting out so yeah I mean I think I feel like something might something might come back to me but I feel like I haven't really experienced any sort of major challenges that have, that have kind of knocked me back or made me think, oh, is this the right thing? Should I be doing this? I've, I've really sort of gone at it from a very um, proactive and, and positive mindset. And, you know, when little things have come up, I've just, you know, I've, I've written them down in my notebook and I've reflected on them and I've 
I've sought help and, and I think that's one thing that's sort of come out of my whole experience in the last 18 months is that talk, talking about issues and challenges is absolutely what you need to do because, you know, that old saying, a problem, a problem shared is a problem halved or whatever that, that old um, phrase is. But Definitely, definitely. And so what would you say to someone who's been sitting on the fence for a little while and maybe, you know, knows that they're not in the right place uh, or in the right role for them, but they just feel stuck when it comes to taking action? Yeah, so I think um, just reflecting on, on the question that my coach asked me when I was still on the fence about whether or not to resign, you know, I, I literally had the resigna- resignation letter in my bag and, and I was still contemplating whether this was the right thing to do. I was still very much on the fence. And the, the question that she she said to me is, you know, ask your inner yes and your inner no, whether or not you can see yourself here in one year's time from now doing this same thing. And, you know, if the answer is no, then that, that's a pretty sure sign that you need to start taking some action and some steps towards change. And I think the change doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, quitting your job. It, it could be a small change, but equally it could be, you know, very life-changing. I think, I think generally when it comes to taking action towards anything in life, um, it's really great to have what I call an accountability buddy. Um, and that could be a coach or it might just be a mentor or someone in your circle that, you know, you can share some of those goals with and start mapping out some next steps. You know, the only way to eat an elephant is one bite at a time, as one of my old bosses used to say. And I think when you when you write down, you know, what it is you're working towards or even just, you know, what's the very first thing that you can do that would have a potential domino effect and, you know, trigger trigger the next action. You know, just that one thing, um, write it down or tell somebody. And, you know, there's science behind if you write it down, you know, I think it was something like you're 40% more likely to achieve your goal if you write it down. So just, just write down what, what the very first next step and next action is um, towards your career pivot or, you know, just getting a task done. So, yeah, that's probably what I'd say about, you know, if you're sitting on the fence um, and feeling stuck, just, just write down what are, what are some of the next, the next possible steps and then you look at what's achievable out of those and yeah you know one one bit at a time yeah great advice great advice love it and so what's one book that has helped you in relation to your career pivot that people can read oh one book oh I'm gonna struggle to pick one um I I've spent quite a lot of time reading actually in the last 18 months and oh I don't know how I can pick one but Brene Brown, Daring Greatly is a really great read for anyone that sort of feels like they they know they have a voice and something to say, but they need a little bit more courage to do so. You know, she she did all of this research around shame and vulnerability, and that's that's an incredible read. Um, I love that I, one. <laughs> can I suggest a couple more? Because I've got some really yeah 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 yeah. There's, there's been some great books that I read read recently. So Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. She is incredible, and she writes a really beautiful piece in the book about ideas coming to life and the suggestion that ideas will sort of bounce around the universe, going from person to person until it you know the, the right one lands, and that person decides to take action and do something about it. 
So um, she she sort of writes a lot about creativity as well. So if you're sort of in that field, um, that's a really great read. I love that one too. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. I mean, I just I just love her. Um, and then on a more practical level, the other the other book that was quite sort of um, poignant for me during this whole process was Atomic Habits by an author called James Clear. Um, and he he kind of talks about you know creating creating new patterns and new habits, but starting really small. So it kind of goes back to the the last question about. Um, you know, if you're sitting on the fence, what's the, what's the next thing that you can do? It's like start small, atomic habits, uh, you know, over time they compound and they they can have a really, you know, lasting impact um, if, you, if you just start small and it's the tiny habits that incrementally over time sort of lead to more lasting, impactful habits. Yes, I haven't um, read that one. I've heard of it though. I need to check it out. It's really great. Yeah, he's he writes really well. Um, and it's just and what I love about that book is that it's um, it's so easy to implement what he's talking about. You know, there's, I often find there's books that you read and you're like, oh, yeah, that was a great book. But I don't really know what it is and, and how I'm going to implement that in my life. But the way that James writes about Atomic Habits is is very practical. And you can kind of like you can literally read a chapter and go and implement something in your day to day life and notice the effects almost immediately you know that's that's what I love about about that book and just just one last one because I am just I have a, a massive you know adoration for this this lady Daniela Laporte so she wrote a book called The Desire Map um, and there's a lot of again very practical she talks about goal setting um, but not not goal setting like you know your boss would make you do in a performance review it's goal setting goals really based around the way that you want to feel um you know so it's really powerful it's really heart-centered it's not it's not um you know it's not technical in its in its essence it's really what are the small things that you can do every day that, that makes you feel the way that you want to feel and she's got some really amazing examples and an incredible podcast as well so she she's a good one to check out and the desire map is a it's almost like a a sort of theory book and then a workbook wrapped into one so there's lots of practical sort of workbook worksheets that you can do as as you go along which I, I always love those those types of books yeah she's great my husband actually read that book I haven't yet but it didn't. <laughs> so it's good for men yeah. too um yeah. awesome thank so you sorry so I, hard, hard to pick one but there's um yeah there's some there's some good ones in there Thank you for sharing that. Um, and You're so welcome. where can people check out more about you? I'll obviously share links um, in the show notes below, but, do, you know, is there anything specific that you're doing at the moment that you want people to check out? Yeah, so um, so you can head to flojo.com.au and there's um, some, there's some actually, there's a couple of free workbooks on there about um, sort of finding your passion and using a process that's written about in a book called Ikigai. Um, so that's a, a free download for people to, if, if you know they're thinking about doing something different or they're trying to find their, their per- passion or their purpose, that's a really useful resource. And then as part of Flowjarm, I'm actually running journaling courses at the moment. So journaling for me has been something that um, has been really transformational. The course that I'm actually running is a 30-day online group program uh, called Find Your Flow. And it's really it's really for anybody that's tried journaling but hasn't made it a habit that's sort of stuck. 
And it, I think particularly for people that are thinking about pivoting in their career, you know, it's a way it's a way to get ideas out of your head and onto paper and start taking action and, and just really have some time, you know, some self-care time to reflect on what it is that you are working towards and, and how you want to spend your time. You can find out the information about those courses um, at flowjo.com.au. And yeah, and I'm on LinkedIn. Um, and Instagram as well. Again, my handle's just the same as the website address, so it's nice and easy, flowjo.com.au. Fantastic. Thank you so much. I will definitely link to all those in the show notes. And thank you so much for joining me and for all of that insight and for sharing your experience. I think people will find that really valuable and particularly, yeah, like people that, you know, might be confused about what next step to take. It's always amazing to listen to other people's career pivot stories and how they made the change as well. So thank you so much. Oh, thank you. It's been, it's been a pleasure to chat and yeah, and I hope there's some, there's some good takeouts for people um, moving forward. Thanks so much for listening. And if you loved this episode, please share it with your friends and leave a review. You'll find a link to this episode and all of the show notes at becksands.com forward slash podcast. While you're there, make sure you sign up for my free weekly email newsletter where I share loads of practical advice for making your career pivot. Remember, you deserve to do work in the world that you love. Until next time, have an awesome day.